Good morning. Welcome to Horizon at Home. I'm Erica Allen. I'm one of the pastors of Horizon, and I'm so glad you are joining us this morning for the third message in our series, Polarized, How to Navigate a Divided World. The message this week spoke to the deepest parts of my life, and I am so excited to share this message with you. My prayer all week is that the words that you hear this morning or wherever it is you are, that the words this morning will change your life in the same way they have changed mine. See, this week I felt like I was finally walking to a rhythm that made sense in my life. I finally felt like I was walking along to a melody where, where I, I was living in rhythm and, and peace in my life for the first time in many months, I, I felt like that. And then something happened this week that knocked me off kilter from that rhythm. It interrupted the smooth melody and, there, and, and that allowed the things that interrupt the rhythm of my life going well, the, the fear, the anxiety, the depression, the, the scared and uncertainty of, of the future, all of those voices began to be very, very loud and I could not hear the peaceful melody, the peaceful rhythm that I longed for. And there were moments this week where I wasn't sure I would ever, ever hear them again. I don't know about you, but I feel like that might be something that we all have experienced at some point in our life. Things were going along well and something interrupted the rhythm of our lives and we weren't sure that we would ever hear a peaceful melody again. I don't know what that was for you. Grief or pain, a, an unexpected di diagnosis, a phone call or text message, some situation in your family that increased dysfunction to a point where, where it, it just took over your thoughts in your life. Maybe the, the news of, of world events, the noise of that has interrupted deeply the rhythm of your life. And you aren't sure if you'll ever hear a peaceful melody again. Did COVID-19 and the lockdowns that came with that in March and April, did that do that to me? Absolutely. Knocked me completely out of rhythm. A couple months later, did, did realizing the weight and the burden of racial injustice on the shoulders of my sisters who are raising black children in the world, did that knock me out of rhythm and interrupt the melody? Yes, it did. Has, has my own life and the, the things I'm experiencing at work and in my family and in my marriage, have there been moments that, that those kinds of things has interrupted the melody and the rhythm of my life? Yes, it absolutely has. Have I seen relapse from addiction do that to, to, to my friends' lives who, who finally found a rhythm in their life? Yes, I absolutely have. And this is what happens when things interrupt that rhythm. The, the noise that begins to crowd our lives and our head and our ears and our mind are, are, are the voices of insecurity, are the voices of uncertainty and anxiety and fear. Those things begin to take the driver's seat and drive our lives completely out of control and out of whack. And we begin to ask the question, will we ever have peace again in our lives? Will we ever have peace again in our lives? And if I, I'm really honest, I want you to hear this. I felt like before the rhythm of my life was interrupted, I felt like I was living a pretty faithful life. I felt like the deepest why, like my heart was really about making sure I was shining the light of Jesus in everything that I did, in my parenting, in my pastoring, in my just in my living my life. I felt like I was living a life that was faithful and something still interrupted the rhythm of my life. 
And this is what I finally did. I finally looked at God and I said, where are you in this? Can you please speak to me? I need to hear your voice. And this is what I feel like happens in the midst of calamity and loud noise interrupting the peaceful melody of our lives. I feel like if we will sit down and cry out, God, we want to hear you. I feel like this is what we're going to hear first from the voice of God. I think we're going to hear something that says, listen, I'm not asking you just to believe in me. I'm not just asking you to live a faithful life about shining the light of Jesus. I'm not just asking you to believe in me. I'm actually asking you to believe me. Believe the purposes that I have for you, even when, when the, the, the noise of the outside world is crushing and, and interrupting the rhythm of your life. I don't, I don't just want you to believe in me and know that I'm there. I want you to actually believe me and the purposes that I have called you to. I feel like somebody needs to hear that this morning. God's not just asking you, will you believe in me? God is asking you, will you believe me? Will you believe the voice of truth? You are created for a deep and powerful purpose to shine the light of Jesus. And there are going to be distractions. There are going to be interruptions to the rhythm of your life. And they don't have to drive you. There's still a way to hear the still small voice of God that says, believe me, believe what I have to say about you when your insecurities and your fears and your anxieties are trying to take over. There's a man in the Bible, his name was Elijah and he lived this kind of life. God called him and asked him to be a prophet, to speak words to the people of Israel and say, this is what God's promise looks like. And he finds himself yelling it into, into the lives of people who are living lives that are chaotic and loud and divisive and broken. And he's saying, these are the promises of God. God wants healing for your life. God wants wholeness for our communities. God wants hope for us and wants us to offer that hope to the world. He, he's teaching the people this, and they run him out of town. They kill the people who believe the things about him, and they run him outside of town. And he sits down under a tree, and he says, God, I don't want to live anymore. I have lived as faithful as I could. I did the job you asked me to do. I've walked step by step by step and done everything I feel like you've asked me to do, and I can no longer hear or feel or know peace. Where are you, God? If you have your Bibles and want to turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 9, I'm going to read what happens after Elijah sits down under this tree and cries out to God, the word of the Lord came to him. In the depth of desperation, in the depth of despair, God speaks to him and says, what are you doing here, Elijah? What got us to this place, Elijah? And Elijah looked at God and he said, I've been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, your promises. They've broken down your altars, the places to worship and experience you. They've put the prophets to death. They've, they've killed the people who were here to speak of your hope and your life. Am I, and I'm the only one left, and now they're trying to kill me too. And that noise is taking over my life. I've been faithful, God, and there's no peace, and I don't know what to do anymore. And the Lord God said, go. Go out and stand on the mountain 
in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. You're going to feel and know God in the midst of this is what God says to him. I feel like some of you need to hear this this morning. Go outside, stand outside with your bare feet on the grass, and the presence of the Lord is about to pass by. And then a great, listen to this, a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. And, and Elijah's standing there and he's looking and he sees this mighty rushing wind, this loud, chaotic wind, and he's looking for God and, it, and the Lord was not in the wind. The Lord was not in the chaos and the calamity. God was not, that's not how God was speaking. After the wind, there was an earthquake that shattered the very ground that Elijah was standing on, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. The, the Lord was not in the breaking apart and the falling apart. And after the earthquake came a fire that destroyed the things around him, but the Lord was not in the destruction. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. God was in the calm after all of these things. A gentle whisper in the midst of the calamity and the chaos. And when Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and he went out and he stood at the mouth of a cave and a voice said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? How did we get to this place? And Elijah replied and he said the same thing he said before. I've been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. I've been faithful and the Israelites have rejected you. I have no control over all of these people who you've asked me to work with. They've, they've not paid any attention to me and I have failed. And God looked at Elijah and said, go back to the way you came. Go back to the way you came. You see, Elijah, the voices and the noise drove you out of those purposes that I have for you. Go back to the place where, where you could hear me speaking to your heart, even when it was hard, even when the work was hard, you were in the place where you were supposed to be. Even when the work was hard, there was some rhythm in your life. I was speaking to your heart and you were living out the purposes of what I have for you. I feel like some of us this morning feel like Elijah and we're sitting under a tree far away from the place where our heart was alive and heard the voice of God even when we were doing hard things because the other voices had driven us outside of the will of God outside of what God had asked us to do. And I feel like the question that many of us are asking is, how do I hear God's voice? And I want you to hear these three things this morning. God's voice speaks to your heart. When the voices that have spoken to your insecurities, you're not good enough. To your past failures, you've done this before and you weren't any good at it. When, when the voices are speaking to your anxiety and your fear, you don't know how this is going to turn out. And it, it might not work out. When, when you have voices that are speaking to that, that is not the voice of God. That is another voice and it will drive you out of the rhythm of life. You will have no peace. You will not be able to walk in any kind of rhythm that makes sense or gives you life. The voice of God speaks to your heart. It speaks to your why. God, I want to shine light for you in my job. I want to move my company, my job, my, my whatever. I want to move it forward so that we can shine light for you. So that the world is different because you've shined light in my life. 
God will speak to your heart. I want to parent from, from this place, not from a, I don't fix the right lunch. I'm never going to be a good enough mom. I'm, I'm a terrible dad because my kid throws a temper tantrum on the way into whatever. Like, no, those are the voice. That's a different voice. The voice of God speaks to your heart. I want to be a dad who shines light for my kid, God. Help me to get in that kind of rhythm again. God, I, I don't know how to be a part of, of my family, a part of, of this friend group anymore. God, God will say, speak to your heart. That, that deep desire in your heart to shine light for Jesus, it will bring you back to the place of peace where the melody and the rhythm of your life make sense again and those voices of insecurity no longer get to drive the car in the direction of your life. They are somewhere else as you listen to the rhythm of God's message, God's song for your life. God speaks to your heart, not through your insecurities and your failures and your past. God speaks to that heart that, that wants to shine light for Jesus. God speaks in a calm conviction. A calm conviction. So he didn't tell Elijah, oh, you don't have to do that anymore. Go do something that's easy and fun. No, he said, God said to Elijah, go back to that place, even where it was hard, but where your heart was doing what it was I asked you to do. It's a calm conviction. It's not, you failed, you'll never be able to do it good again. You don't know how this will turn out. People hate you. People want to kill you. No. The calm voice of God says they need to hear the promises. It's going to be hard to do this next step, Elijah, but you can do it. We're going to calmly walk step by step by step. It is a calm conviction. It is not a loud voice of chaos and calamity stirring up all this craziness in your life. The voice of Jesus, the voice of God is a calm conviction inviting you to, to live from that place in your heart to shine light for Jesus. And the final thing that the voice of God does is it connects you to God's future and to the people around you. If what you are doing is dividing you, breaking you away from, from so many other people, that is not, God is about wholeness and bringing us together. It is not about putting some people in, a, in some category. It is a, a, the voice of God will be about connecting us, making us whole again. Listen to that voice of God that might be a gentle whisper in the loud craziness of, of, of especially our polarized world today, right? Like there is a gentle whisper of God that wants to connect us and make us whole. Listen for that voice. Here's the deal. This week, this very week, I had the choice. I had the choice to sit under a tree and want everything to end, or I had the choice to listen to God speak to my heart. And some of the decisions I made this week weren't easy, but they were decisions where I walked step by step by step, listening and longing for God's peace, God's melody to guide my life. And I wouldn't ask you to listen to the voice of God that says, don't just believe in me and my, my ability to shine light in the world, but believe me that I can use you no matter what your past failures or insecurities have to say. Believe me, I can use you for a deep purpose to shine light and ignite change. Don't just believe in me. Believe me, Erica. 
And I have to say to you this morning, I have to say to you, listen to the voice of God, to that, that gentle whisper that's trying to speak above all of the rest of the noise you're listening to in your life. Jesus didn't come to the earth to offer us some easy way of life. God, can't, Jesus came to the earth to offer us an abundant life. And the only way we can experience that abundance is if we let Jesus guide our heart. And if we let that voice, that, that begin to shape our heart to want to shine light and ignite change, and we begin to do that in the world. So here's your two invitations this week. Let God begin to form your heart to be a person who shines light and ignites change again. And recognize that the actions that you do, the things that you speak, the, the things you post on, on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, that all of those things may be the gentle voice that God is offering to someone else to offer connection and peace in the midst of the chaos and calamity that our world is today. Will you let God use you? Will you believe in God, but will you believe God that you are a person with a deep purpose to shine light and ignite change? Will you pray with me? God, there are people this morning that the voice of, of fear and insecurity and anxiety has, has ruled for far too long. Get us back to the heart of the matter to shine your light and your purposes. Use us, God, to shine light and ignite change. Quiet those things around us that we may have courage to listen to the gentle whisper of you and ask us to believe in you and what it is you want to do in our heart and in our lives. We love you. Amen.